Our scripture reading today is John chapter 10. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting there with the body of Jesus, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken him away, my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I shall take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, and she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabbani, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he had said these things to her. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Miss Katie. Will you pray with me? Holy God, send your spirit upon us, that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. So a while back, probably... 20 years ago or so, a friend of mine told me that there was a hidden message all around me that I only needed to look and find. Where is this hidden message, you might ask? In the Federal Express logo. She told me, hey, Sandy, there's, there's a hidden arrow in the Federal Express logo. Can you find it? For weeks and months, I tried to figure it out. I squinted my eyes every time I saw a Federal Express truck. I turned my head sideways, and I could not see it. I kept asking her to, like, give me a hint, and she just laughed. Turns out I was looking at it in totally the wrong way. And in fact, there are many company logos that have a hidden element 
and we're gonna look at some. Now, if you already know the answers, do not spoil it for somebody next to you, okay? All right, here, let me get my laser pointer. Are we working? Okay, all right, Yoga Australia. Do you see the hidden message? It's Australia. All right, next one. Baskin Robbins, you know what it is? Oh, don't spoil it though, because I want to say it. Uh, right here, 31 flavors, right? This one's not hard, but do you see the hidden peacock? Oh, yeah. Okay, what's that for? Do you know? Toyota. If you do this, like, I, you've got to use your imagination a little bit, but there's a T and an O and a Y and an O and a T and an A or something. I don't understand that one. Okay, <laughs> move along. Oh, this is my favorite one, I think. The Bronx Zoo. Do you see the hidden element? Look, their legs make up the buildings downtown, skyscrapers. Cool, cool. All right, Toblerone. What's hidden there? A bear. Do you see the bear hidden on the mountain? All right, next. Le Tour de France. I don't know French. Uh, do you see the hidden element? This little guy's riding a bicycle. It's a bike ride, or bike race, right? Amazon, you gotta know a saying for this one, right? Amazon has everything from A to Z. A to Z. LG, life's good. But if you put it all in this little circle, it's a little winky face looking at you. Life's good, winky. I don't know mostly, but I think this was made up for this little, I don't know, like thing, this little survey about, anyway, okay, so you see there's an M and it makes up a little bed, right? Tostitos! See the little guys or girls there? They're toasting their chips. Oh, thank you, Emery. Uh, Beats headphones. Look how that looks like a headphone on somebody's ear from the side. Yeah? Cool, cool. FedEx. Do you see it? Uh -huh. The hidden arrow. Oh, it's here between the E and the S. It was right in front of your eyeballs the whole time. That pesky FedEx logo. Even as I was looking for it, I had no idea what I was looking for. I was looking for like a tiny little black arrow or something, and it's not. It's like that negative space between the E and the X. It was right in front of my face, and I couldn't even see it. When Mary Magdalene approaches the tomb that morning, she is also looking for something. She is looking for the deceased body of Jesus. And that's it. 
In the early morning darkness, she is clothed in her grief. The most terrible events of her life have just transpired. She stood by helpless as her spiritual leader and friend, a person that she believed would change the world, was arrested, put on trial, and sentenced to death. In the span of hours, just hours, her whole life's path had been altered. The jealousy and fear of the religious authorities, the spitefulness and frivolity of the gathered crowd, the apathy and enabling of the ruling government. To Mary, it's a dark morning. If there are charcoal-colored glasses, she is wearing them, and the world is tinted in gray shadows. We see it, too this shrouded world, with school shootings too close to our door, hate groups on the rise, climate crisis, war, increasing dependence on technology that divides us as a people, overwork, overload, the world can seem densely grim and gray. Which is exactly why we're here today. We don't arrive at Easter morning after just having the best vacation of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> we get here through the darkest valley we've never wanted to see, the pain we never wanted to feel, the brokenness of humanity we never wanted to experience, the despair we never wanted to believe was real. When all seems lost, Mary stumbles through the garden and bumps straight into the resurrected Jesus. Not even angels could help her see what was right in front of her. And even looking him full on, she doesn't recognize him. Because the world has been cruel, her heart is in pieces, and she cannot fathom the sun ever rising again on this bleak life. It takes Jesus essentially taking her by the shoulders and saying her name, Mary, for her eyes to open to what is right in front of her. Jesus risen, death conquered, life reborn, and hope Restored. Because ultimately the gift of Easter morning is discovery. It is the divine aha. It is the uncovering of something that had been so close, but we just weren't able to see it. No matter where we are on our journey or where we've been, today reminds us that even though death is real and shadows lurk and humanity is flawed, no matter how overwhelming and all-encompassing the grief and hurt are, no matter how dark our days may get, none of those things are the end answer. 
Because God is alive, right in the middle of it all, right in front of our eyes, just waiting for us to realize that hope and love are already and always in our midst. Even if we don't know what we're looking for, And then, when we see it, ah, well, then we have to run and tell others. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Amen.